Welcome to Humanize IT, where technology experts meet to discuss business strategy, industry trends, how we can make IT more personal with conversations, not presentations, and occasionally engage in a laugh or two. All right, today we have another special guest. Uh, a few months ago, I think we had Elijah on here for a Thanksgiving special episode. So today yeah. I've invited the most troublesome um, user on the planet. You would think <laughs> it was like, you know, somebody in a business, but no, the most troublesome user on the planet is a teenager. So say hi to my daughter, Elizabeth or Lizzie. <laughs> you can tell she's just bursting with confidence here and is really yeah. excited to be on this podcast. So um, Skip and I wanted to get the perspective of like a teenager when it came to like technology usage and, um, you know, if there are things that adults need to know in businesses or anything that uh, might be useful to us. But the first thing I was trying to come, I was trying to prepare for was what kinds of technologies rule your life right now? Mostly Snapchat or Instagram. I don't have Snapchat, but it's because Snapchat's evil. <laughs> well, there we go. Well, kind of, I guess. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. <laughs> uh, but yeah, most kids have Snapchat. I don't. I usually use Instagram over most things, even though Instagram is pretty similar to Facebook. Yeah, I never really got why people prefer Instagram over Facebook. I know, Skip, you're a big, like, TikToker, so. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> that's definitely me. <laughs> Go check out Skip's TikTok channel. Definitely. I should, we should do that. We should, we should, uh, you know, skip with all these dances and everything. And yeah. We're going to create a channel for you called Skipisms. No, so, that would be good. Yeah, yeah. What's the, so the TikTok thing, that's just people doing dances, right? For the most part, yeah. Or I could sing something, yeah. Yeah, that would that would be get your guitar really, out. Get your guitar, guitar out and yeah. <laughs> and give, give us a good beat on the bass line. Yeah, sing a sea shanty. So one of the things that I really think is the most interesting about technology and teens today is that when I went to high school, now Skip they didn't have printed media when Skip was a kid, but <laughs> when I was a kid, you had your books and you had this this backpack that would basically give out after a year because you had about sixty pounds of books in these bags. Yep. Yep. And they smelled all kinds of smells because of the gym clothes you would shove in there. And but today, like everybody's got a Chromebook, right? Yeah. And except for some people, some people can't have Chromebooks. Yeah. And so they have to do everything on paper the right way. Right. Um, but like it's, you know, the kids love it because we can check and see if they're missing assignments all the time. And oh, they yeah. think it's the best thing in the world. Right. Absolutely. You know, when when I was a when I was a kid, you could be missing assignment, and no one knew. Now, given the people our age, never missed assignments, right? Skip? Yeah, no, I'm not at all. I turned them all in <laughs> on time, even. So, what is it that you guys use for um, school? Uh, well, usually we use like Google Classroom, which is like an online version of all of our classes, and then we also have this portal with all of our textbooks, all of the sites that we use for school. So we have video platforms on there where we can create videos for different classes. We have Google Keep, which is like the notes on the iPhone. Um, what else? We've got Google Calendar, so we can online planner, keeps track of all your assignments. 
And if should should keep track of all your assignments. Keep, yeah. Just automatically add your assignments to Google Calendar. Uh, if it's linked with your Google Classroom, it should keep track of all your assignments. Otherwise, you have to manually put everything in. But it does normally does a pretty good job of keeping track of your assignments. Unlike the teenagers. Yeah. So, Lizzie, do you do you kind of trust that? I mean, is that just something where you go and look or, you know, are you always having, do you feel like you have to take care of the information that's there? Or is it just there? Do you feel like it's just automatically going to be there? Uh, I feel like normally I can trust that it's all going to automatically be there, but I don't, I haven't recently checked my calendar because well, we're on spring break right now and I haven't had any assignments to do. Oh, really? Let me check. <laughs> the bane of their existence is the yeah. fact that mom and I can uh, pull up our phone and go, Lizzie, and then mm-hmm. she knows what the next 10 minutes is going to be like. <laughs> like, We should probably just create a recording. So I said, I'll set the phone down here. I'm going to push play. It's going to be the lecture of getting your assignments done. Yeah. And then everybody saves time. <laughs> now, l- let me ask you something else, Lizzie. So, uh, Adam just brought up, you know, he can pull out his phone and that is kind of one of the beauty, beauties of Google Classroom is it's, you know, accessible over any media. So you have a Chromebook, but given the choice, would you pick up the Chromebook or would you pick up your phone to do the exact same thing? Which one would you go back? Which uh, one would you like? I prefer my phone for just like quickly checking assignments but if i have to like do something on a google doc or on a google slide i prefer my chromebook because it's easier to see and easier to type on there and less distracting and less distracting yeah less distracting now see that that that, that's the answer that to me makes sense from a techie guy i i like that answer but my experience with my own kids has been different and and sometimes it has been almost an all out fight, you know? And so, you know, I've got some martial arts skills, you know, so I'm really, we've been, been tempted, you know, put some arm bars on people to actually put them in front of a full size, even though it's a laptop, but, you know, and put them in front of a, a keyboard and a real screen, as opposed to this little handheld device. My experience is teens will only do anything if they can do it on their phone. So I don't know. It's it's been slightly annoying. We may have struck a little chord here. I'll try to try not to rant. You know, I've I've seen uh, Elijah the you know use both the Chromebook and the iPad. So like he loves like typing and being on his Chromebook, and he'll flip between the two um, depending on what he's doing. But you're right. You know, you can always tell when a teen's addicted to their phone because they carry it in their hand all the time. They're like, where's my phone? Oh, it's it's right here. Right here. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, signs of addiction when your body does not recognize that this is a foreign device. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's I really like the technology usage. Um, you know, we actually have a docking station at home if the kids would use it. I created this little environment where you have all of these uh, plugs that come in. You can charge your Chromebook because we had so many cables, four kids, four cables, plus all mom and I's cables, plus the cables for the phones. Yeah. And so it gets a little bit overload. And if you don't have your Chromebook charged during the day, what happens? It dies during school. And what do you have to do at school if your Chromebook you is charged? You charge it there or you have to get a loaner. Uh-huh. Who knows where the loaner's been? The infamous loaners, yeah. What if you got a nose picker that had it before you? Uh, I think they clean most of the computers. Is but it, no can it really be clean enough? 
public school. So. Who knows? Yeah, it's a public school. I mean, some things just can't be cleaned enough. <laughs> so let me ask some other leading questions here. So I, I've heard uh, Adam's uh, tales of his uh, it was VR headset and all the snazzy stuff. So actually, that that's probably some TikTok videos we need, Lizzie. So if you can be our our remote uh, our remote uh, you know camera person on that one, you know when Adam really gets into the groove on what was it lightsaber beat or something? Beat saber. Yeah, well, but beat yeah, saber. Tell us Galaxy's Edge is a little bit more fun. Okay, so we need some videos of that. That that really needs that that needs to be out there. But anyway, so uh, given that is, you know, kind of one of the new technology trends, how how big are you on that VR stuff? Is that something that you're really interested in or is it just kind of like a eh? I mean, it's cool and all, but like most of my friends don't have a VR headset, so I can't really talk to them on that or play games with them on it. Unless they have like Acron on their phone, because then I can throw them around while I'm a tree. But other than that, like, it's I have other stuff I could do with my friends. Yeah. Okay. Just need to get more VR headsets. We're just too cutting edge. So it's all about demand, then. Okay. Just kind of, you know, is it is that going to be? Is there something? So is it your friends that's going to kind of bring you into? Uh, you know, if more of your friends get VR headsets, you'll be you know more willing to do that more often. Or is there some cool thing you know that you would like to do that would get you with a VR headset more? Which one of the two would lead you more? Uh, probably friends. We can get them on walkabout mini golf. Yes, that'd be fun. I've done that a couple of times. I got my sister on it, so now now she can get in there. So maybe you can play with your cousins. Get some, get some family bonding in there, you know. Long distance family time. Hey, that that could actually be a pretty good resource then, there. Let, let's let's do a little nostalgia here. I, you know, when I was a kid, I had to get up and walk and turn the TV, and I had to like <laughs> we had to rent videos from the store and bring them home. Yep. So, what's your digital life like at home? Uh, well, basically, we turn on the TV and everything we want to watch is there. Some stuff we have to pay for, but that's been less often now. Uh, what's your What's your favorite technology at home? Favorite? Either my phone, the Switch, or the Xbox. Because we just got a new game on the Xbox, and I like it. What's your game recommendation here, Lizzie? Gang Beasts. Gang Beasts. I don't understand it, but they love it for some reason. It is so fun. It's on Xbox Live for anybody who wants to check it out. You guys have to be like wrestle, right? Or how do you? Yeah, you're trying to knock the like people who are trying to arrest you off, like knock them out and then throw them off the side of building or an incinerator or if, like lava pit. Very violent. It depends yeah. on which wood you're playing. <laughs> So what's cool here is that when I was a kid, like we had Nintendo and largely it was guys that would play big old sweaty stink fest in a room eating Cheetos. Now I, I come home and like Lizzie's like, hey, I need this game because me and my friends play it at home. Like technology has real the use cases have really changed now. Like now that it's cool for a girls to be gamers on an Xbox. It's yeah. normative now. I would have never dreamed that this would be the case. Ever. Be. Yeah. Ever. 
you know? And, it's not, and you're not playing like some kind of cute little flowery my pony game. You're playing like, hey, how do we kill each other games? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not not just like a simple like FPS, but like actually brutally punching each other and throwing each other into lava pits. <laughs> All right. So is this is this yeah, a motion much, capture? How much anger is there between you and Emily? What's the deal here? <laughs> now, is this a motion capture or are you using a controller? Is it your thumbs or your, or your arms? Uh, It's your thumbs yeah. oh, okay all right like, there's depending on what keys you like buttons you press it does different things okay all right so no no exciting videos to come out of that one then well actually i did have one it was emily yelling at the tv <laughs> so this so is the yelling aspect okay so you know yelling at someone in the game i totally get that but so obviously been involved with technology longer than should have been. And so there, there is always a regular, you know, phase in my life where I'm like yelling at some piece of technology, or at least I want to yell at it because it's not doing what I want it to do. And there's this immense frustration that comes with that. Do you get frustrated with technology? You, you reach that point as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I probably yell at my phone on like a daily basis because something isn't loading. She gets that from me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that, that that that's good. I guess that that's that's the trait that passes age. We can all get frustrated with technology, e- even the teens. Okay. No, that's a that's a good. So what about, what about unplugging? Is unplugging a thing, or technology for vacations a thing with teens? Uh, I mean, some of us unplug, but not a lot. Is it a vacation you look forward to or not? Once in a while out in in the bike paths and stuff. Like, how does that feel? Like, do you feel like you need that every once in a while? Or do you feel like that's just like, ugh, it's just annoying? Uh, I feel like I need it every once in a while because, like, I do enjoy being outside. And it is nice to, like, just take a break from technology and enjoy nature for once. Yeah, we are big campers, aren't we? It's almost camping season. We got like like, yes. like two weeks. And it's going to be camping season. Some marshmallows, get some wood fires going. Chocolate. So we 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 do balance. I feel like we do balance. Like uh, you know, unfortunately, you have a tech guru for a dad. Um, you're watched all the time. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna have a lot of uh, counseling later on in life. You know, like dealing with how you know watched all the time. But is is it helpful? Is it too overbearing too much? I mean, I don't really think about it. Ah, there we go. Good answer. <laughs> I mean, I know you guys watch me on my phone and like can see how often I'm on it, how many times I check it. But I mean, sometimes it bothers me, but not normally because I'm just used to it. Yeah. Well, and also I think I think you've come a long ways, like maturity wise, since you've had your phone. I mean, in the beginning, you didn't have my, you didn't have very many limits, but you know, you've learned like good behaviors on your phone versus bad behaviors on your phone over time. Right. Yeah. Same with like, all technology. Do some of your friends or, you know, maybe not friends, but your frenemies or your friend groups, <laughs> do they still abuse their technology that in ways that you can see are unhealthy? Yes. Yes. Now this idea of controls and, and someone's watching, you know, to some aspect, I think that touches, you know, pretty much everyone's, uh, life, but you've mentioned you don't think about it much. Do do your friends uh, and your classmates do they think about? Do they complain about 
the controls or people watching over them, you know, seeing what they're doing on their on their devices? I mean, I have gotten a few complaints from people because, like, I'll run out of time on a game and they're like, oh, come on, really? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's normal. I eventually run out of time and it's just yeah. part of life now. So I think that's a good idea. Like, explain to them kind of, like, our deal. Like, how, how would you... How do you get restricted and how do you like explain some kind of like the deal we have with, with the mobile device? Now, I am a Nazi, but other than that, you know, full disclosure, daddy is a jerk. Um, Careful, Putin's coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> you recruit me. Oh, no, that's right. He's hunting them. There you go. There we go. Um, the, uh, the, explain to the like the people we're listening to, these are a lot of technology people listening. Um, what kind of deal do you and I have when it comes to your phone? How do you get loosened restrictions and how do you get more restrictions? Uh, well, I usually get more restrictions when I'm like abusing the non as tight restrictions on my phone. Like if I download Snapchat or if I download another app that I'm not, I know I'm not supposed to have, then my restrictions get like tighter. But if I'm honest, like with what I'm doing on my phone and if my screen time goes down and I'm just not on it as much, my restrictions like become less and less and I start to get more time and more freedom on my phone. And we also have a, uh, a cell phone contract. We, we try to abide by with uh, tiered rules. It's almost like a corporate policy. Um, you know, I'm preparing them for corporate uh, acceptable use policies, everyone. There so, you go. Know, if you have any of my kids as an employee, they will know acceptable use policies. Um, so they'll be like, oh, I know this, and they'll just sign it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like to, I, I mean, that's kind of like what we talk about in, in, um, in uh, humanized IT quite often is, is working with people and helping encourage uh, good conversations and behaviors. So, um, like, the, the more trust that somebody becomes, the more um, responsibilities they get. Or when we're having conversations with our uh, clients, the more trust we can build there, the more likely they're going to take our advice. And so, you know, like, with, with the phones, I started with the, with the kids' phones. Were there any controls on them? No. No. They oh, were except for having to ask for apps and stuff. But yes, other because... than that. Because I don't like surprise, like, oh, look, $10. What? Elijah owed me $10 the other day because he bought something on the Oculus. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought I had a control there. But anyways, um, <clears throat> there are just very unhealthy apps like that you guys just don't understand. Like, uh, hey, I they will literally watch everything that's going on on your phone. And eventually TikTok. you'll figure those out. Not just TikTok. There's some worse ones yeah. out there. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, why don't you have TikTok? I'm like, I don't need people watching my every move, and I just don't want it. So there, there's this this um, reward setting of like good behavior gets rewarded with more freedom, and that that trust model as we increase there. So I kind of apply it to the teenagers as well. Is like as as they learn to curb their own behaviors, then I don't need to curb it for them. We don't have to put the control on it's like there's things on my phone where it controls like where I had to flip my phone upside down and put it off to the side or do not disturb mode is on so that I don't reach over and grab it in the middle of a meeting or an appointment. Things that curb my behavior and same thing with them. Like they've got to learn how to curb their behaviors. And Lizzie's done a great job of learning it. And so it's still to be determined on her siblings whether or not they're going to learn. But Lizzie's done a great job. You know, I'll give her a pat on the back there. 
that you know the goal is eventually to let them have a device that they have unrestricted access to, and that's okay because they built good habits that they can take with them. Aha! You looked. I, it was the first. <laughs> oh, she checked her phone. She checked her phone. First notification I got. <laughs> you got in several notifications because I watched you keep looking down. That was the first notification I've gotten. I'll check my video later. Everybody else watching can uh, can see who looked down the most. There we go. So does he keep looking down my phone? Maybe. So, anyways, flipping the phone over, like little things that kind of help us um, build good habits that teenagers don't quite have yet. You have very little mm -hmm. impulse control at this point in your life, and that's okay. Think about your friends that are even more addicted than you. Are there any? Um, I hope there's some because uh, yeah. maybe we need to have more talks. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. So do you notice people who like, you know, won't get off their phone or does it frustrate you when you're trying to talk to someone and they won't look at you because they're staring at their phone or little things like that? Does that come up in, in normal conversations and things? Uh, not really in conversations, but there will be times like during class, a kid will just pull out their phone and start watching TikTok videos or start snapping people. Or they'll be scrolling through Instagram and there's it'll be completely dark in the room and we're trying to watch a video and the screen will be as bright as it can get. <laughs> Dude, we're trying to watch a video. Like, put it away. Keep it away. Well, early on, you had some problems like keeping yeah. your phone away during the school period. and But you've gotten better. You know, we, we, we've, uh, we've built some good habits in. But was it hard to mm -hmm. leave your phone in your backpack? It's so rewarding to have like people that are constantly watching you and talking at your fingertips. You know, for me to have a friend in high school, I had to drive 22 miles to go see them. Or I had to memorize their phone number and call them on the phone and hope that they picked up. Yeah. You know, not their sister or brother or somebody else in the <laughs> household. And during the class period, we had to use our calculators to, you know, send messages to each other. <laughs> Very restrictive. Yeah. You don't know this? So so graphing calculators are great because you could type in hexadecimal and you could write messages on your calculator and you could pass your calculator well, over. You had to pass the calculator. And they could look and they could see the message. That's how we pass notes. So is I'm there not, an I'm RFC on notes. that one? I'm just, I'm just uh, working on my calculator. Yeah. So, so is there an early RFC, TCP IP over... Uh, an HP graphing calculator. <laughs> the, the lag time on that was pretty intense. Yeah. Well, you were probably a TI guy. I was a Casio. Oh yeah. My calculator. Yeah. I could do uh, it in three colors. Skip. I had three colors on my calculator. It was the first color graphing calculator. Yeah. No, I was the TI, but I wasn't good at math. But I, oddly enough, I could write programs that would do the math for me. That's that laziness factor. I couldn't do the math, but I could I could write a program that would do the math. <laughs> I, so I felt like I was cheating, but I don't know. My my uh, my teachers didn't really know the difference, and so um, I don't know. I got the right answers, whether I did the math or the computer did it for me. So that worked. So do you have any advice for all these tech people that are watching uh, the podcast, listening to the podcast? Uh, what what do they need to know about teens and technology? Uh. What's one piece of advice you can give parents and these technology leaders out there? Restrictions are good because it helps curb your kid in the right path. And 
you may think you're being mean, but in the long run, it actually helps. I would probably be staring at my phone while we were recording this if I didn't have restrictions, if I didn't learn from mistakes. Just like we practice. Good job. There we go. Somebody unsolicited answer outside of me just telling, asking what her advice was. Um, you know, I'll take the programming chip out later so that you can have free will again. But hopefully, feel the Starbucks run coming on here. Starbucks. No. <laughs> I did give her uh, an espresso earlier, so oh, okay. All right, yeah, that's right. We're that. pretty well. But I appreciate Lizzie for coming on today, uh, giving us her perspective on what's going on with teenagers. And just everybody needs to know, like, learn from the different demographics out there. You know, your clients, whether they're, uh, you know, an 80-year-old uh, business owner, semi-retired, or it's a uh, an Elijah who's in elementary school, or your teenagers, or your 20-somethings. They all have different perspectives on technology and you got to connect with it because Lizzie uses technology different than I do. And I, if you sent me in Google Classroom, I'd be a bit lost. But I do know how to use Parent View to, to check on see what's going on. So different use, case, use cases for different situations. And when you're talking to your businesses, understand that the person sitting in front of you has their own use case for technology. They have their own normative standards for technology and you got to learn about that. So... Thank you, Skip, for coming on. Thank you, Lizzie. You and uh, we'll see everyone next week. See you later. Thank you for joining us today. If you like our podcast, please subscribe, comment, and check out our Facebook page. Also encourage others who want to see IT Transform to subscribe as well. We could always use your help.